Hey everyone, welcome to Coasters and Creators, the podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Johnston, and we talk growing your theme park focused brand across the socials. Each week we hear from influential creators as they give a behind the scenes look at what it takes to succeed in this ever growing and ever changing community. In this episode, we sit down with Legend. Legend is a YouTube vlogger and produces all of his content under the brand In The Loop. He's one of my favorites, and I'm excited to talk with him about what he's done to build his brand. Let's get going. Legend, thanks so much for being on. I guess to get us started, tell us a bit about In The Loop and who all's involved in that. Yeah, well, I mean, we, we've got a team. Um, so we got a couple different guys. On the YouTube side, it's mostly myself, Hyde. Uh, Ranger, who does a lot of a great water park stuff for us. Yeah, yeah. And uh, on the podcast side, it's me, Hyde, uh, Drew the Intern, not really involved too much with the YouTube side anymore, but he will pop on the podcast. And we do some couple of other guys that'll make you know, more sporadic appearances like uh, Clint, Kenny, uh, Jaquana, but they're more um, kind of uh, bit players and, and, you know, the occasional cameo from them. Okay, gotcha. So that gives us some context. Um, let's Let's go back in time a bit. How did you become interested in theme parks? Oh man, that's uh, it's just one of those things. I've always loved theme parks, you know. Uh, you know, I really got to thank my mom and dad. Growing up, I grew up on Long Island in New York, okay. so I grew up going to um, all the time. Like during the summer, we'd end up going to Adventureland a couple of times a year on Long Island, um, Coney Island, right there. Once a year, we get to go to Great Adventure. Uh, maybe every other year, we go to Hershey Park. Uh, I was lucky enough; my grandma lived in Florida. So like many people from the Northeast during the winter time, that February break, we'd always go visit grandma in Florida. And uh, when that was always like one of the most stressful times for me, because she lived over like north of Tampa. Yeah. So we always went to Bush Gardens every trip down there. <laughs> yeah, But I got to pick every year only one Orlando theme park to go to. Oh, dude. And that decision of which one was going to be the Orlando park this year was always, uh, you know, very kind of stressful. Like, oh, this is new, but this is new. Oh, but I love this one. Uh, what do we do? But I, I guess it really like my love of theme parks come from that. You know, it's always something I've been interested in. And, uh, you know, kind of like my parents taking me to those places when I was little and me just, you know, falling in love with that kind of environment and the new rides and the dark rides and the roller coasters, the fun food. And uh, that always being like those days that I would look forward to yeah. was just always something that fascinated me. My brain fixated on it, couldn't wait for it and loved it whenever it came. Yeah. Yeah, same thing for me. And it, it, I guess for me growing up, I'm guessing the same for you. It wasn't it wasn't a situation where you could just wake up in the morning and say, hey, I'm going to a park. Yeah, like I was not lucky enough to live right by any of the theme parks. And even something like like Adventureland on Long Island, it's a pretty small park. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's not something that ever really sold. I think they might sell annual passes now, but back then they didn't. And it was pretty small. Like, I don't know if you'd want an annual pass <laughs> to Adventureland because, you know, one or two roller coasters yeah. and the, that same old dark ride over and over again. Uh, you know, once once I turned driving age, then it was on. You know, then it was Six Flags Annual Pass, making that drive from Long Island to New Jersey, you know, five, six, seven times a year to check out all the rides over there. Yeah. Yeah. Not to get off down a rabbit hole, but like for me growing up, um, when we said when you said theme parks and you said amusement parks based on kind of where I live and have lived all my life down here in the southeast, um, it's always been the Orlando parks. And then some mix of Six Flags over Georgia uh, and, you know, maybe Dollywood really wasn't that big at the time when I was growing up. Um, but that was kind of my concept of theme parks. When I go back in, uh, or I, when, now when I, when I see, when I see all the parks that you and Molly vlog from, it, you forget how many 
parks there are in North America, large and small, just absolutely, oh, absolutely. all over the place. It's insane. Like you look at like the Northeast and the, like, you know, all the big hitters, but then when you start thinking about like all the small parks that are up there, there's, you know, you get into probably 40 or 50 of them. Oh, it's nuts. Um, so, and I hadn't done this with anybody else, but I do want to stop and, and do take a dirt road because I want to know what is your favorite theme park? Me, I'm, uh, you know, I, I'm kind of typical. My favorite theme park out of all the ones I've been to is uh, the original, the Disneyland out in California. Yeah. You know, I, I love the Disney parks and I, I love pretty much all theme parks. But that one, the the collection of rides they have out there in that one park is just so gigantic. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's some of the best dark rides in the world. You get kind of like that warm, fuzzy feeling of walking down Main Street. Uh, you get the nighttime spectaculars with at some point Fantasmic will come back and the fireworks the parades, the dark rides, the food. So for me, it is Disneyland, and they're always doing something new and interesting out yeah. there. Like there's always some sort of special event coming or going, or they're building something. And uh, so, yeah, it's, it's Disneyland for me. A very close second is Europa Park over in Germany. That's interesting you say that. I was looking at um, some stuff online last night. My, my brother is going over to Europe, and he asked me, hey, what do I need to hit theme park-wise when, when we go over to like France, United Kingdom, and uh, Europa Park kept coming up and everything looked The only good. problem with Europa Park, it's not easy to get to. I, I don't know how this park got so big, <laughs> being kind of in the middle of nowhere, Germany, but uh, amazing place. What is the, um, what's, this, what's a park that, that you visited for the first time to vlog that surprised you? I think, think one of the ones more recently would be uh, Lost Island over in Iowa. I know a lot of people are talking about that, but you know, you, this was a new park, yeah. but it was done up in a very much themed entertainment style with a world-class dark ride, a whole bunch of themed areas of the park. I would say that one was a pretty big surprise for me uh, as far as recently, especially in the States here. Or what is your favorite coaster? My favorite coaster, uh, again, I'm kind of basic on this one, Steel Vengeance at Cedar Point. <laughs> you know, uh, the, the answer a lot of people have, that is my favorite. Uh, is, uh, you know, I, I like, a big thing for me on roller coasters is visuals. And I think the the visuals of that ride with, the lake right there and going through that giant superstructure over and over again. And it's a really long ride. Uh, that for me is, a, that's is my anything a close second. Um, Terran and Fantasia land. It's, it's my, my second pair. Yeah, I've seen POVs of that. that that's a pretty beautiful, beautiful roller coaster. Um, so let's get into kind of the, what, what this podcast is more about. How did we get to that love of, how did we get from that love of theme parks to actually creating what we know of, what we know as today, your brand, um, and I say your brand is is in the loop. Your brand, or is it a truly a collective kind of thing? It, it's a it's a full team effort. You know, I, you know, I'm more involved than a lot of the guys. Okay. But we we have our group chats, and we're, we're always talking about, oh, what can we do this? Can we do that? I'm going to shoot this. Maybe I'll shoot this one. And uh, so uh, it is a full team effort here. In okay. the loop. You know, I'm, uh, but also you know, it's as we've heard, my, I've had the same team for about five, six years now, but you know, as things go, you know, people, they get married, they have kids, hmm. they, they don't travel as much. They get, you know, yeah. big time promotions at work and that, that takes away time. So like, we're all friendly. We're still all part of the team, but you know, just some of us are now more involved than, than uh, others. Yeah. So I guess when we say for the duration of this, I guess when we say, let's talk about your brand or we are referencing your brand, I, I let's, I'm going to, I'm just going to assume your brand is in the loop. All right. Just so we can yeah, get yeah, some context. Absolutely. Context. Um, so in the loop, what platform were you guys on initially? Was it, has it always been YouTube? 
No, it, the, the originally we were a podcast. We still are a okay. podcast. Okay. But uh, and originally I, I didn't start the podcast. That was a uh, Clint Novak and Will Holder. Okay. They started the podcast back in uh, 2006, 2007, somewhere in there. So, uh, uh, you know, it's us in Coaster Radio is sort of the old men in the yeah. the roller coaster and theme park podcasting game. I was going to uh, say, but they started yeah. it eventually. Uh, yeah. Our paths crossed. I got involved in the podcast, and then uh, I don't think we started the YouTube until about 2009, 2010. Okay. And it was just kind of an extension of the podcast. Like we could talk about, you know, things in that. And then obviously that became, you know, over this, it's been 14 years, but that's become more of a focus as, you know, that's grown, you know, so well. Yeah. I had no idea that started as a podcast. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Coaster Radio likes to say they are the the original theme park podcast. And we like to say we are the longest running theme park podcast because uh, we did not take their year break. How did you hook up with those guys or how did you become connected in the, in the um room. i think i just uh like they were going to cedar point i was going that weekend and we just met up and hang out i got you and uh it's the kind of thing like uh they're not really involved too much with the brand anymore but we're still all friends like i hung out with clint and his wife when i was up in king's dominion yeah uh will lives down here in orlando and i see him all the time at uh like local wrestling shows of all things nothing to do with theme parks so when you when you connected with those guys within the loop what was the kind of what was your goal at the time did you have one um, not really. We just kind of, uh, uh, wanted to kind of make the podcast just like, you know, you and your buddies are sitting there at the dinner table mm-hmm. or at the bar, uh, talking about theme parks and roller coasters, you know, and that was just, you know, you do something that you enjoy. If people watch or listen, that's cool, but make sure you enjoy it first. How did you kind of, um, pivot over to, um, the YouTube vlogging? Um, well, you know, with that, I actually, before I did in the loop, I had a, a video podcast uh, called a, the Walk in the Park podcast, which is just exactly as it sounds, walking around theme parks with the camera. Yeah. And that was all the way back in like 2007. Yeah. And then uh, once YouTube came more uh, larger, when we started the YouTube channel over there in, in 2009, that's when we started trying to brought that content there. And we started, you know, construction updates, shenanigans, mm-hmm. uh, park tours, that kind of stuff. And just kind of, kind of fell into it. Where did a walk in the park come from? What made you want to do that? Um, just it was something that I wanted to see pretty much. You always kind of write the book you want to read. And that's, that's not something I saw a lot of video content out there on the internet back in you def- you know, 2006, 2007 yeah, you, when I was doing you that. You definitely didn't in 2006, seven. <laughs> so. No. And the quality is not good looking back on it. I got some of the old <laughs> stuff and, oh man, it looks like I filmed it with a potato. Sure. sure. It's amazing isn't it? how far it's come. Just even that short, short period of time. Um, man, what's your favorite... Let's just stick with the um, let's just stick with the vlogging. Um, what is your favorite? And you, you, a lot of times yours is correct me if I'm wrong. A lot of it is still kind of walk in the park type of content. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah. What's your? I mean, is that do you do you truly love that more than anything else as far as content you publish? Um. Yeah. You know, doing the theme park videos is always fun. It's a uh, you know sometimes it's daunting because you have the idea of like you're there at the park for fun. And then you have to take a chunk of your day out to to sort of film the content. So there's always that in the back of your mind, like, oh, well, I'm waiting for this flat ride to go, but I could be, you know, riding this roller coaster right now. Yeah. So there's always kind of, you know, that 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 tug in the back of your head, like push and pull of one side, like, oh, we should be having more fun right now. Um, do you, um, for you, what do you think the key is? to the success of those videos that you publish. I mean, I, I know, I think I know what it is, but what, what do you think it is? What makes, 
what makes the videos that um, you know Legend produces for In the Loop? What what makes those special relative to any other person? You think? Um, do you know when, when it comes to you know why the videos? Like I talked about earlier, you kind of post the videos that you want to see, mm. um, and that, that's always my goal. Uh, when I go to a theme park, I try to be very thorough. I try to give advice. I, uh, I personally, it just it's, it's my style is I don't like the camera pointed at me. If if somebody is searching for a a video about you know Six Flags Great Adventure or Hershey Park, they want to see Six Flags Great Adventure or Hershey Park. They don't want to see my mug talking about Six Flags Great Adventure or Hershey Park. It's just kind of my thought and be very thorough. Uh, give honest advice and honest opinions as well. You know, uh, you you get into some dirty. It's like we're somebody like we never ask parks for tickets. I I'm not a, really a media day guy. I rarely I'll go to maybe one media day a year. So you know when you're not doing that, you could be you know a lot more honest. You don't have to worry about oh uh, well, I can't say that or else we <laughs> might get voted off the list. Like no, don't care about the list. Um, Just, you know, put what out there what you want. So yeah, being thorough, being honest. The, that that's kind of the, the two big things I would see. Yeah, yeah. I, and just from from my perspective, yours is and I, again, I'm just telling this is just my opinion. Um, yours is a personality. You seem like somebody like okay. I, I would I would enjoy just walking around the park with this dude, right? And 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 so I think that's the draw for me. Yeah, and you know, I, I think for me too. Uh, having Molly in the videos really helps me a lot. You know, having somebody to bounce ideas off of and me. You know, also being very much a very different personality where I'm super researched and, uh, you know, everything I can tell you, this manufacturer and yeah, how many different turns are on this ride? And she's like, yep, that's fun. Yeah. Or no, that one sucked. <laughs> you're absolutely right. And that cracks me up because you're right. She'll go that direction. And we always laugh because you're so positive. Well, I'm positive because I enjoy this stuff, man. That's a that's what it is. I don't want to go to a park and, and dump all over sure. it because I want to go there. I'm, I'm taking time out of my life to go travel across the country. Absolutely. Not because the park sucks because the park's probably got some really good stuff. Yeah. Now, you know, you, you ride an SLC, you're not going to say it's good <laughs> because it's not a good ride. You know, that's, that's like, here's what, here's, here's how, here's how we, um, here's how we know. If we will we'll say if legend says something is not great, we'll say, oof, that must've been pretty bad. Yeah. I, I, I try to be positive and that's just, you know, that, because I enjoy it. So what's been the, as far as the content you guys produce, what, where have you made the biggest strides, you think, since you started back in 06, 07? Um, do you know what? It, it's it's always trying to find out what hits and and what doesn't hit. And uh, like I had an idea a couple years ago, like we're on these press lists for zoos. I'm going to throw together cute baby zoo animals of the month. And I'm going to talk about, oh, there's a panda in this zoo. And, uh, you know, a, a baby llama in Germany. That flopped horribly and took forever to put together. <laughs> okay. um, and then, like uh, something we love is is cruise ships as well as you know theme parks, yeah. and other kind of travel. And you know that that's some of our biggest earners on the on the channel is uh, always the cruise ship videos. So it's kind of you know throwing crap against the wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you next. What is your most popular content, or has historically been? Um, you know, it is uh, it is very varied. Like I'll check out my my top ten stuff right now, and it's going to be all different things. You know, it's um, yeah, a theme park, a water park, an indoor water park resort, a tourist town. Uh, you know, a water park in Texas, another tourist town, a cruise ship. Have you gotten to a point where though you can 
you can say, okay, I'm going to produce, you know, a walkthrough of a theme park. You feel pretty confident that you're going to hit, you know, a certain, a certain threshold of, of views at this point, just based on, just based on the number of subscribers that you guys have. Uh, a little bit, but even that, uh, most of, most of my views don't come from subscribers. Okay. Like we're lucky. We got 115,000 subscribers. A lot, a lot of YouTube channels don't have that. Yeah. But still, uh, ninety plus percent of our views come from people searching for these topics. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Because you would think, and I'm just thinking of the way that I consume your stuff and consume other other vlog stuff. I mean, that's what gets you know, who we're subscribed to is what we see. Um, so I just I would have I would have thought that percentage would be higher. Yeah. Do you know what I, I think it is? Is to uh, you know when it comes to in the loop nowadays, especially on the YouTube side it's it's a very varied it's become more of a we kind of transitioned from you know 10 years ago or seven years ago we're a theme park theme park theme park and now we're more general travel with a theme yeah. park focus yep yep so it might be a zoo it might be a museum it might be you know things to do in the city uh, cruise ships uh, aquariums whatever and i i think that's part of the reason why we don't have that that big sort of mega subscribers where every subscriber watches every video yeah, i got you. like uh you know, some of the other coaster content out there, like, like, like Taylor Coaster Studios, every single thing he posts on that YouTube channel is roller coaster. No, you're right. It's very, very niche. You're right. And yeah. And then with us, you know, there's people that subscribe for the zoo videos. Gotcha. There's people that subscribe for the cruise ship videos. Uh, some people watch everything, but I, I think that kind of with that, having all that different content also uh, hurts us a little bit from that subscribers, I got you. you know, uh, percentage. So you widen, you widen your base. In, in essence, um, but 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 you may have kind of hurt the niche, kind of your niche market a little bit. Exactly. Like if I, uh, you know, could go talk to myself like 10 years ago, <laughs> what I would do is do like something like a what culture does, where it's like, okay, there, there would be an in-loop theme park channel and an in-loop zoo channel uh -huh. and an in-loop cruise ship channel instead of, you know, our one uh, kind of travel-y mess that we've got going on right now. What stops you from doing that now? Um, just because that that threshold is uh, is you know I know what my cruise ships videos are going to do on this. If I go start again somewhere else, yeah. that is a giant uphill climb that I don't feel like doing. <laughs> That's really what it amounts to. Okay, I got yeah. you. Um, is there any? Do you guys have any kind of strategy as far as like you know when you actually publish your videos, how you tag them, anything anything like that that you've found any kind of correlation to actual view increases? Um, we generally with the, the videos, I think have the best chance of hitting. We try to launch them on a Saturday or a Sunday because the views are higher on Saturday or Sunday. Wow. Okay. And, uh, you know, there's more chance of the, the people were doing a different in the loop video that might pop up as, you know, the, your next video, or you might, YouTube might make you watch that one next. And so we try and drop those on our biggest traffic days. I gotcha. Let's, um, Let's talk a little bit in the weeds, if you don't care, just briefly. What are your sure. What are the tools that you guys are using to um, to actually produce your videos? Um, I I am not. If you've ever watched the videos, they are not cinematic masterpieces. You know, it's it's kind of just one shot leads to the other. Yeah. I use the uh, a free video editing software called Shotcut. Okay, and uh, that's that's pretty easy to use. Uh, I've got a, a GoPro Eight. Okay which I use on, on rare occasions. And then my main camera is a, let me find the name of it here. It's, 
camera, camera, camera. Okay, my camera is a, uh, a Sony FDR AX53, so kind of a, a handheld co uh, camcorder kind of thing, yeah. but with a you know 4K, a really, really strong zoom, bit of a stabilizer in there. And that's what you're um, using. So that's what you're using from everything, for everything, any, any yeah. video capture. Do you have an off-board mic that you're using? No, no. I, I got a pretty decent mic on the camera. Okay, all right. So they, there's also like there I, I know like we get some criticism on the, the videos like oh you guys need mics and you need uh gimbals and that kind of thing and it's also like it i i, I would that would definitely make a better product yeah. but also like i'm already weird enough looking walking around the theme park <laughs> or a cruise ship with a camera I, I don't need to look like i'm you know scorsese with a gimbal and and this kind of thing also that that might attract more attention and get people asking more questions no, I, and I, I, I just don't need that <laughs> Do you typically engage with people at the park? Do people recognize you ever? Um, yeah, yeah, we get it uh, quite often. Yeah. It's uh, sometimes it's in weird moments. Like we were at uh, Bush Gardens Williamsburg recently. <laughs> yeah. I was uh drinking my two mini free beers. Yeah. While trying to film the Loch Ness monster, yeah. and somebody walked up and they're like, "Hey, man, I watch the videos." Yeah, but it's um, I would say if we spend a full day at the park, yeah, like 50, 50 chance we'll somebody will come over and say hello. Which y'all, we always ask like, "Hey, if you watch the videos, come over and say hello. Yeah. We'll talk. We'll chat." Just like. Like me and you were doing right now. Yeah, I think back in 20, um, gosh, when was that? Maybe 20, 2021, maybe we saw you guys at Dollywood. Yep. Um, which when my wife was like, hey, that's that's legend. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, there he is. Um, and also for us, it's it's real easy too, because there, there's not really, we don't really have characters or shtick on the, yeah. the YouTube channel. Yeah. Like you could probably attest to it. It's the, the person on the YouTube channel is the exact same person. Oh, no, same, we talked to. same person. Yeah. <laughs> same person. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Well, that that's cool. How do you, outside of YouTube, do you do any um, promotion for, for your videos? Um, not really. Like, we'll, we'll, a lot of times with the videos, if I remember, when they go live, we'll, you know, we'll pump them out there on the on the Facebook page, on the Twitter feed um, to get th those audience to know, okay. Yeah. But we not really any, like, paid promotion or anything. Yeah. Um, so what, I guess for you, I guess this is kind of personal a little bit. What what drives you now? What kind of keeps you going? I, it feels like, just from my perspective, perspective, is you guys are just burning up the road, going places. Um, what yeah, is it? Well, what I, is it that kind of keeps propelling you forward? Uh, the main thing is just I enjoy it. Like I, yeah. I we just came back from an eighteen day road trip. We got to go do you know some of these amazing theme parks up the East Coast. Went to a bunch of zoos I've never been to before. Yeah. And it's really just like that. I enjoy this. You know, if, if I didn't like it, then it would feel like work. And it doesn't feel like work because I get to go out there and go to these really fun places and do these really fun things. So is that the, is that's, that's the rewarding part then? I guess, do, oh, I guess doing it with Molly too, I guess that helps. Yeah, you know, I, I have to take trips on my own sometime and that is uh, not nearly as fun as <laughs> when I get to go with my partner. So what is, what's next for, um, for In The Loop? Uh, we're just going to keep rolling, you know, uh, uh, just keep trying to get, as much content out there, going as much trips as possible, and uh, just keep the ball rolling, keep the momentum going. Uh, you know, continue to build that library of content, and have fun doing it. Um, so I want to very quickly, very quickly, I hadn't done this with anybody else, but I want to kind of deviate for a second before we wrap up. Sure. And I kind of just want to get because again, you you kind of timeline wise, you've kind of been involved in this in the same kind of the same period that I have over the years. Just kind of give me your thoughts on the state of theme park social media content today man it's a uh, it's it's interesting because like their uh twitter can occasionally be a dark place yeah. <laughs> and uh 
but it's it's kind of all about who you follow and you know you don't have to follow people that are negative or weird and stuff like that and value somebody's negative or weird just block yeah. them who cares yeah. um i you know i try not to block anybody but that's just my take but if somebody deserves to be blocked they're being you know a jerk you know you do you got to do it How do you... it's all about kind of like you when you're on social media like that it's just what makes you happy that's why you're on this kind of platform is you know to give you a smile it's a stay up to date on the news but just you know you got to do what's best for you right yeah how is how do you feel like social media has changed the theme park experience oh man you're uh you you, you kind of got everyone everyone kind of posts on social media to say like look i'm doing something fun and you know i don't know if that's to be like bragging about oh man look at this i'm at disneyland and you're yeah. you're at work yeah. haha yeah <laughs> or, or what is that kind of thing but it you know there's also you know people that do kind of dumb stuff like the guy that hopped in the alligator pit at bush gardens tampa sure. because he wanted to post it on his social media now there's this big ugly fence in front of the alligators at bush gardens tampa because one guy was a jerk sure sure no so you know you, you do have that that dark side and dumb people you know doing things for clicks no i'm with you i think on the whole it's it's, it's a positive thing i mean just from the again i told you early on i Parks that don't get a, that wouldn't have got a lot of publicity and a lot of reach, um, they have that now or have that capability now. Oh yeah, I know about things that I never would have known about pre-social media. Um, mm -hmm. And one of my favorite things for social media, especially you know we've got a little bit of following within the loop, is that I could go on there and say, "Hey guys, going to yeah. Asheville, North Carolina. I have never been. What do I have to do? Like, what are the best restaurants? What are the best breweries?" And then the, the people that watch the content, they they kind of know what Molly and I might like, yeah. and they'll send in like all these suggestions of, oh, you've got to go to this brewery, and then you got to go to this sake bar that doubles as a nightclub, and and all these things that I would not have found on my own. You know that that's one of my favorite things about having the social media platform. Yeah. Well, so just wrapping up with a couple of quick things. What so when someone you know experiences one of your videos, um, uh, engages with you on Twitter, what do you, what do you hope those people take away from that experience with your brand? Um, for me, I, uh, Molly and I were super lucky. We get to travel all the time. A lot of people don't. Yeah. And, you know, they, they might watch an in-the-loop video on a cruise ship or a theme park because that is their one vacation, maybe for a few years. What I want them to take away is that they, they learn something from that video that is going to make their vacation better. What kind of tips or advice would you have for somebody starting out today kind of want, wanting to do the same thing you guys are doing? Um, well, first of all, you got to do it because you like it. it it's got to be something that you're going to have fun doing. You are not. You don't want to try and get a million followers. You don't want to try and make money off of it. You've got to do it because you enjoy it. That would be one thing I would tell somebody. And I would also say, try and be original. You know, there are a, a lot of channels. There's a lot of podcasts. And you don't want to be, you know, kind of just copycatting somebody else. Be the first Jew, not the 800th them. If you're looking to plan an upcoming theme park vacation to places like Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Universal Orlando, to name a few, reach out to me. I'm a theme park travel planner and would love to get you started with a free vacation quote. Contact me at NextStopAaron on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or at my blog, NextStopAaron.com.
It was great catching up with Legend today. He makes it all sound easy, makes it look easy, but I know he puts a lot of work into the videos that he produces for his YouTube channel. So make sure you go to YouTube, search In The Loop, and give him a subscribe. You won't regret it. Next week, we head back to the world of theme park travel planning with a different approach to brand building than what we discussed with Rachel Cosgrove, the travel planner, in Episode 7. So be sure to come back, and I think you'll enjoy it.